What's that? My watch. It's in Moscow time. Time to pick up Pokey? Time to feed Barakid. What's that, Russian for jerking off? I guess not. What's wrong with Barakid? Nothing, I didn't say anything's wrong with Barakid. My kid sister used to have a parakeet. You want a parakeet? It's okay with me. I don't give a shit. Do you think that parakeet is feminine? Did I say that? I didn't say that, did I? What the hell do I know? I guess it's okay. It's fine. Thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna make this as unprepared as possible. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when are you going to Alaska? Two weeks. <laughs> Two weeks. <laughs> I had to laugh over your thing. It was too funny. Hello, and welcome to a brand new episode of Fascinated with Films. What up? <laughs> Did you see the collage I made and yes. I stuck her face in there? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I I showed uh, Christina. I was like, no one would appreciate that if you hadn't uh, been a Arnold fan. Absolutely. So, before we get to Arnold, because we're going to be talking Arnold all night long. How you been? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. <laughs> what you've been uh, occupying yourself with this week, working. other than the rain? Oh, trying. I, the funny thing is, is I've been very lucky. At the place where I work, it's been pouring down rain. Yeah. But it doesn't rain when I have to get to my truck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm completely unmotivated when it rains as much as it's been going. Yeah. You know, it just makes me feel lethargic and lazy. And it's been raining at night too, which sucks because of my route. Right. And I've been coming back like juicy. <laughs> I like walk into the house and have to like drop clothes at the front door yeah. juicy uh, a couple of these mornings. So I'm about done with the rain. Yeah. Yeah. Then again, if you read the news or watch the news, everyone's dealing with something crazy. So yeah. You're going to dealing with the fire or the, uh, I'll take the, the rain. Yeah. I'll take the rain. <laughs> Yeah, Dave was in Steinhatchie like over the weekend. Oh, really? Yeah, so I don't know what he did there. Well, but Dave's not here, man. Yeah. <laughs> Number 17. <laughs> he's he's ripening up on that calendar, man. Yeah, dude, I'm telling you, man. It's going to be a hot seller. Uh, yeah, so you are getting uh, close. You are two weeks. Yeah, two then. weeks, man. Can't wait, dude. It's I'm exciting. Going, yeah. Who going. are you flying with? Uh, Delta. All right, good. Yeah, yeah. It's not Spirit. No, not Spirit. Not, uh, what's the other one? That's People have been dropping flights like flies. Oh, yeah? That's what Spirit's in trouble for right now, or just getting, if you uh, Google Spirit Airlines, they've canceled half their flights. Really? Uh, See? And it's more about, I think it's more about pilots getting sick or pilots are not oh, coming wow. in, so they're like low on that. Oh, but that everyone sucks. else seems to be all right. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, dude, like... You'll be wearing masks everywhere, but who cares? Yeah, um, but I was thinking, you know, maybe like mid-September. I'm I'm glad I'm going, you know, mid-August because yeah. I have a feeling trips may not be so available here Shit, soon. you think my trip's going to be fucked? We're, it's like... It's like, what, a month and a half? So. October. I've... October 1st. Yeah, we'll see. So, we'll see. <laughs> no, I'm I'm up for whatever. They're pretty forgiving with the, with the bookings and everything to refund your money because of COVID. Yeah. So if yeah. it happens, it happens. But yeah. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to some Arnold, man. Sounds like a plan, dude. <laughs> I watched a shitload of Arnold movies this week. I'm so glad you I was, did. I was like... <laughs> Because even the ones that I've seen like a hundred times on this list, they're ones that I always like to play in the background. So yeah. Arnold was like a constant theme for me throughout the week. Uh, well, so. dude, he, dude, Arnold, <laughs> I've been a fan of Arnold 
all my life. Dude. Yeah. Like, I mean. He was a superstar. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, and, you know, oddly enough, I was talking to somebody about this today. One of my favorite, like, scenes in a movie ever, which I guess will probably be on one of these lists. Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we're doing three parts. Right. Too, so. um, was in the movie The Rundown um, with The Rock. Yeah. In the first two minutes of that movie, The Rock goes into this club. And as he's walking in, Arnold Schwarzenegger is walking out. <laughs> and all he says is, have fun. And I swear to God, dude, that was Arnold passing yeah, yeah. the action hero torch over to The Rock at that movie in that scene. And it's it's one of my favorite movie scenes of all time. I, I own that movie. I've seen it several times. I did not remember it until you mentioned dude, it, too. It's, it's great. It's fun. I, like, oh. Yeah. So... I, Arnold's always been huge, and I love that even later in his life. I love that he can be like uh, he can be political, but people still like him because he's reasonable and he calls out bullshit, mm. and he's not like a trumper. Uh, <laughs> and because you would think like he would be in that uh, thing, but he's kind of a respected uh, person, and he's just now he's I, I wouldn't say he's batshit crazy. I think he's pretty smart, uh, but he's at his. Have you seen the videos of him like at his house I, pet, petting the donkeys in the house? Yeah, like I, at I, the kitchen table. I've heard about them. They're I fun, haven't man. Seen yeah, it's very weird. They're like uh, somebody else puts those videos out. Sam Neil puts crazy videos out. Oh, really? Where he's like talking, kneeling down and whispering to flowers and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, what's going on? Anthony here? Hopkins puts out. Yeah, weird she shit does too. that too. Like he'll yep. be playing the piano with like a crazy yep. face, like, and he'll just be Steve Martin. Steve Martin will play the banjo for like 45 seconds yeah. and not say a word. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Some of these old guys tweeting is they got it. Yeah, they got it down. Absolutely, man. dude. So, yeah. Arnold's one of the ones to follow if you haven't followed him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like early on, he was, like you said, he was always like a figure in our youth. There was never a point where Arnold wasn't Arnold. You know, yeah. it's similar with like Stallone as uh, Rambo. Or, yeah, for sure. Uh, all these big action heroes that we grew up with. Because, I mean, you look at these 80s, man. I mean,. <laughs> This is all just, I mean, there's that one 1970 movie in there, but his career kind of took off at 82. Yeah. And these are 10 movies, and it goes all the way to 1988. So do you happen to know, and if not, I can look it up, when was he, he was Mr. Universe, right? He was Mr. Universe, and then from Mr. Universe, he went right to Hercules in New York. Okay, so it was right then. Yeah. Okay. They told him that the, (laughs) they got him that part with the idea that he has acted a lot, but they... <clears throat> were very cleverly how they worked it that he's been on stages <clears throat> he's been on stages for uh, for years yeah they assumed it was theater but it was bodybuilding but it was bodybuilding yeah. <laughs> an interesting thing about Hercules in New York first of all I thought it was going to uh, be a steaming pile of dog shit. And in, and on one level, it is. Uh-huh. On the other level, I absolutely love it. It's one of my favorite on the list. Really? <laughs> and I had never seen it before, but I had seen it. I got it really cheap one day about mm. six months ago. Nice. And I, I was like, oh, shit, this is going to come in handy with the Arnold pod. Yeah, absolutely. And luckily, I have the Trimark DVD because what makes it unwatchable is when they made the movie, the powers that be thought that they couldn't understand Arnold's accent and uh, they overdubbed his voice. Really? Horribly. Wow. It's, uh, and what's great about mine is I can switch between the two. And oh, I was no doing shit. it the other day with Christine and I was like, how crazy is this? Arnold sounds awesome. Yeah. It, it's And so the Trimark one doesn't, it has the, uh, the Arnold's, when it came to DVD, apparently they put Arnold's voice back in it. Because he had become a superstar. Of I mean, course, no, He's not yeah. going to put this movie out with his voice down. Well, yet. and that's the thing. I mean, like, 
when I was a kid and I'm not going to say which one of these was probably the first ones I saw, but like the first time I saw him in anything, which was probably two, um, I couldn't understand what he was saying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, like, it took a little effort. Yeah. Um, but or maybe I've just t- learned Arnold and over the And that's the, the thing is after that, you just become like accustomed to his voice and you understand. I mean, I know, like, I don't know if you've ever seen um, Pumping Iron. Yeah. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. Pumping Iron. Um, you know, I, like he talks about like doing linguistic classes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you know? So like, yeah. He still someone has the accent for sure, but if you, uh, you, Watch him in Hercules in New York. It, yeah. It's when you really, really get to, yeah. <laughs> to see I, it. Before I leave, it, I like to just hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And it's so funny toggling between one and the other, and you're like, holy crap, I can't believe they put this up. Not yeah. only was it like a horrible read, it was didn't match, but it was like on top of it. Like right. it didn't even fit in that scene. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, so it was so fun that they let you toggle between the two. Mm-hmm. And uh, I loved it. I thought it yeah. was so funny, man. It was a complete take on like Clash of the Titans. He was like Zeus's son, Hercules, mm-hmm. and he's getting sent to Earth. And he shows up in low budget, low budget as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> and he gets. And in uh, 1970, he gets tra- trans something. Yeah, I know. He yeah. gets transported. This has got like a 3.2 on like IMDb. It's, <laughs> most people think it's garbage. Perfect. But then there's a good, uh, small share of people that see the brilliance in it. And yeah. I think I'm that. I uh, swear, that 3.2 on IMDb is like my target range. <laughs> you, would, <laughs> you would like this. It's funny, man. So he me- meets this little funny guy. And I, I looked him up on IMDb and I was like, who is it? The only thing he's the voice of top cat like the 80s uh cat uh really? top cat the yeah. show other than that it looks like he's done character actor work well he meets hercules in the park and they end up sharing a cab together and uh from there they get like connected and uh he's got like super strength he's got like the strength of a god in, on olympus right. and they're still looking down at them you could see zeus during the movie what looking down at him when things go ways but there's some great tongue-in-cheek stuff with uh, where he's like uh uh, with the little guy in the cab is like, oh, I didn't know a Greek. His name is Apollo, and uh, Arnold's like, I know Apollo. Yeah, he's an ar- he's an arrogant guy. Yeah. Uh, and then they um, they get him to be like a professional wrestler, and then uh, the mob wants him to uh, be to like be represented by them. And yeah. then at one point, Zeus was pissed that uh, Hercules was losing his power. Uh, uh, in such a way that he struck him of all his powers, and it was the middle of a wrestling match where the mob was going to kill him if he lost. Oh shit! And so then him and the little guy had to like dip out the window, Pulp Fiction style. And he, <laughs> uh, Mercury had to come down and see him and tell him that Zeus had need, needs him back up there. See, and that sounds awesome. It's, dude. it's fun as shit, dude. And you're yeah. waiting for Zeus to give him his powers back at the end because yeah. he's getting his ass kicked all over I the place. I wonder who Zeus is. Have to yeah, see. I, I'm not sure who played Zeus. I looked them all up while I was watching it, but. It was a low budget, like <laughs> low budget, low budget. But it was fun, man. I, I thought it was great. I could not. In, Ernest Graves. Yeah. I couldn't imagine in a million years trying to watch it with the dubbed. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, it's that bad. Is it really? It's like, it's like someone on General Hospital went into like a, uh, a, a VO booth and just fucking gave the flattest read ever, man. So, <laughs> so they didn't put any effort into that at all. That's hysterical. <laughs> but yeah, the next one, number two, this was the one that you said you probably was your first. It was mine too, my yeah. first. 
look at um, Arnold was probably Conan the Barbarian, yeah. 1982. I love Conan the Barbarian. And he was a fucking beast. Dude. I love both of them, and we're going to talk them one right after another. One was 82, Destroyer was 84. I loved both of them, but there's a major difference between the two. <laughs> one being one was R, one was PG. Oh, really? Yeah, that huh. first one was dark. There uh-huh. was some dark shit. There was lots of nudity. There That's was the lots one with of gore. James Earl Jones, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really cool and badass. Like, I don't know if you ever read. Did you ever read the comics? No. Oh, man, I loved the comics back in the day. They're yeah. really cool. I've got. I had. Not a, sure if I ever had a Conan number one, but I have a Red Sonja number one. Oh, really? And I still have that. So I don't know. They'll probably make a Red Sonja movie at one point. I'll shit on that one later. <laughs> uh, Conan Barbarian was brilliant. John Melius. Uh, directed it, and he was he was with Spielberg. I know he helped write 1941. I think he directed Red Dawn. So John Milius was great in this. Getting the R rated was rating was awesome. I mean, but no one knew who the hell Arnold was. Right. But the uh, the cast in this was really good too. Um, Mako. Oh yeah, was in this. Mako was one of the guys that kind of hung out with him. He was like one of the each each one of these movies. Had he was great like a magician of some kind yep. or something, right? He was in both of them. Yeah, uh-huh. Mako was in both of them. Yeah, he might have been the only person in both of them because they both had great cast. Like <clears throat> on the James Earl Jones side, he had all his like sexy followers, but he had those big dudes. Like this was the first movie that Sven uh, was a part of. Sven. Uh... Oh, yeah, Sven Thorsen. Yeah. Yeah. 13 Arnold Schwarzenegger movies. Really? Yeah. No He's shit. He's like Arnold Schwarzenegger's best friend. He was a bodybuilder with him. That's why you always see him in like every single one. No kidding. It's like a drinking game. You go through the Arnold anytime <laughs> you see Sven. I loved him in Mallrats. He played the, the mall cop that was really? just chasing him through the mall. No shit. And they named him Sven. It gave him his own name in Mallrats. That's they, awesome. They, they need to do a documentary just about him because if you look at his IMDb page, he'll be on one of our... I'll put him on our next character actor pod because he's that guy that's been in like 70 awesome movies. Yeah, he's got a bunch here. Right. It's insane how many good... And a lot Arnold. But this was the first one. He was... He's not the only one, too. There's a couple of the those actors that you see in the early Arnold movies that were in all of them together. <clears throat> Sorry. Mm-hmm. Drink some water. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, stunt doubles, dude. They're fucking... It's crazy how much some of them look like the actors that they're, like, stunting for. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know? I've, this was one I think I did see, like, uh, a picture on Twitter of uh-huh. Arnold with his stunt double. Yeah. It was really cool. That's awesome. Do you remember any of the Barbarian? Dude, I mean, I remember just like the fact that they were like... The snake stuff, man. See, I don't. I crazy. don't. Yeah, it's all... To me, it's more just like... I remember him swinging the sword around. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> like that's... You that's know, a thing, right? I, no, no. I know that was in it because like I remember imitating that and stuff like that. So, But that's how young I was. Sure, that wasn't you know. Beastmaster. <laughs> it's funny. I get the two of them confused. I get that. I think it's we because both of them. my age and when they came out, which I bet if I looked it up, it was either... I'm wondering if you saw more of the Destroyer than probably uh, Barbarian. I'm sure that I did. Destroyer is the one with Grace Jones yeah. and Wal- Wilt Chamberlain. Yeah. And uh, Tracy Walters, you know, Bob from uh, Batman, Tracy Walters, he was the thief. Yeah. Uh, But with Barbarian, it was, it started with like, uh, James Earl Jones was part of the snake cult Mm -hmm. that just went from village to village and just killed. I'm already out. (laughs) And just killed people, man. And he he was, he's evil as shit, man. He's, He's scary and he's evil. And he beheads 
Conan's mom oh, while wow, Conan's up. holding her hand. Oh. And he's like this little kid and the, the awesome shot, it's like fucking... this great shot where you're just on Conan and you can see a little of her arm mm-hmm. and just you can tell by the shot, the shot, the weight in his hair goes up that she has just been killed. Oh, and man. then uh, James Earl Jones just looked at him and walked away and they put like him into slavery. And he's been like gladiator style, mm-hmm. working a hard labor until he like escapes. And then he's just all he knows is the like helmet that James Earl Jones wore that had the snakes that faced each other. Mm-hmm. So he's like he ends up going around looking for the snake cult, and just gets a new person to come around with him. He meets this cool thief that goes with him. He meets this awesome girl played by damn I think it's uh, Sandra. Um, I had it pulled up. And damn, it's, gone. it's the girl from it. She's really good. She's in Red Sonia also. Sandra Brunel maybe. Mm. Uh, Bergman. Wait. Bergman, yeah. Yeah. Is it Sandra? Is that her first name? Sandal. Sandal. Played, yeah. Oh, Sandal uh, Bergman. Okay. Yeah. She's awesome, dude. Played Valeria? Yeah. Okay. She was like the main squeeze. They end up finding, he, there's a great scene, and they replay it in the second one. Not sure how it would play these days if you're going to redo it, but there's a scene where Arnold drunk, drunk, very drunk Arnold punches the camel and knocks camel unconscious. Oh, That's awesome. <laughs> he just really wasted. Yeah. And then they, they revisit that in a, in a way. Did he actually punch a, a camel? Certainly looked it. I'm sure oh, he did. Oh, really? I'm oh, sure he didn't. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> it certainly looked like he punched no, him. Not so awesome. So he's drunk with his, like, uh, with this guy that he uh, connects with, the other thief. And they suddenly see this huge tower and they realized, oh shit, the snake cult is like here. Let's uh-huh. go. And they, they uh, get to the base of it and they meet that girl mm. uh, and she just becomes a part of their group. And they scale the uh, the tower together and they go into the tower and they, uh, <coughs> they're they stealing gems out of like these artifacts in there while this kind of crazy ceremony is going on. Mm-hmm. Not realizing that in the room they're in has like a, a snake the size of like anaconda and anaconda. Oh shit! Uh, it's just yeah. the, it's like this. It's I mean this is fantasy. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, D&D it just looks like it's part stuff. of the wall or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it comes alive and they have to. And it's bloody as hell. They have to put the knife like sword under his chin and yeah. it's bleeding everywhere. And then eventually, Conan has to chop his head off. Hell yeah! And then right above him is like a virgin sacrifice going on. So she jumps down to get killed by the snake. But oh they, shit! But they already killed the snake. Yeah. And then they alert everybody and then they have to like like zip down the tower it's awesome but there's a crazy scene where they go through a whole bunch of shit and they just explore different uh, things and they pick up uh, Mako at some point Mm -hmm. Mako's like uh, in a hut and they he comes up and uh, he's awesome in this but there's a great scene later on that was like almost like a Caligula type scene where they uh, there was like this mass room where everyone was just getting freaky with each other. It was like this mass orgy that they had, they were found themselves back to where the James Earl Jones and the snake cult were. Mm-hmm. James Earl Jones is just like sitting on a throne and everyone's kind of like, uh, it's like everyone started rolling at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so they're all touchy feely and kissing. You feeling and anything yet? <laughs> <laughs> it's real smooth. Yeah. <laughs> Make sure you smoke a lot of weed with it too. <laughs> uh, but all of a sudden, and it almost is like a trick of the eye at first. They're they're doing something to James Earl Jones, and James Earl Jones's face starts elongating, and he's turning into a snake oh, right, right on camera. Yeah, and his 
the snouts getting like almost werewolf style. Oh wow! And they cut away, and then then he's like this whole snake head wearing the same robe that James Earl Jones was wearing. Yeah, was it and then he snake? had to slither away. You didn't realize until that point. Oh my god, this motherfucker gonna turn himself into a snake. Yeah. And so they have to do this crazy fight at the end. It's awesome, man. Hell yeah! So good. And the way they ended it, they ended it the same way in number two, and it's the ultimate tease that has never been like fulfilled. Brought back. They at the very end they show Arnold on the throne like older with mm-hmm. a thick ass beard uh and like tired and everything he's like a king now and he, he says and mako does the narration uh-huh. and, and so he said and they have like a scroll of words too and it says conan went on many journeys and fight fought for many years and now he he retires here as king conan and they they went on in Conan the Destroyer. They just show another one of his different things, and they end it with him on the throne. Yeah, Conan's gone on these many journeys, but yeah. now he's King Conan. And I'm like, where the fuck is King Conan, man? Yeah. He could come out with that right Absolutely. fucking now, dude. That would be badass. And, and apparently, they have been rumors around it happening, so mm-hmm. it better happen because it, it's specifically supposed to happen when he's old. Yeah. I mean, come on, dudes. Let's see. I'll, I'll, I'll have to write this shit. For you. I'll, know, I'll right? write it for you. If you I have should. To. A lot of people shit on both the Conan movies, and I love them. Well, more people shit on the second one, which I thought was really fun. Yeah, and and you're right. I do remember Grace Jones more than anything. You I know, love Grace Jones. In it. Oh, she's she so was good. fantastic. I love Grace Jones and everything. Vamp is one of my favorites. Have you ever seen that? She was the vampire. No, Ooh, I don't scary, think I have. Man. Creepy vampire. Look up Grace Jones Vamp. It'll scare the hell out of you. <laughs> so the only thing I'm seeing so far is that The Rock reportedly wants to revive Conan the Barbarian. So I mean, he could do that. That's fine as long as you put Arnold on the throne. On the throne, absolutely. Yeah. Because like I don't said, expect I don't expect rundown. Arnold to do a whole bunch in that movie. But same thing as the rundown. Yeah, for sure. The Conan the Destroyer. I even being PG, they got away with a lot of shit on it. It would have been PG thirteen. I think they pushed it. It was so close to be, to where PG thirteen, because I said before Spielberg got them to to do the PG-13 thing because they threatened to release Indiana Temple Jones. of Doom with yeah. an R rating. But the first official PG-13 movie was um, Red Dawn. So this was right before Red Dawn because Red Dawn was 85 or 84. It was the end of 84. I can't I don't know. I think it was 84. Yeah, I think yeah. it was the end of 84 Red Dawn came out. But this would have... They probably this probably would have been a better movie if it was a PG thirteen and they had got away with a lot more stuff, but there was some really kind of nasty shit in this. How well do you, you don't remember any of this or? Uh, the, they probably blend in a little bit to you. Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> it, it started with them already as a crew, you know. Yeah, and um, well, Will Chamberlain actually was with the. Uh, you ever watched Wonder Years? Oh yeah, yeah. You know the girl, the Wait, older sister. You're talking about the the show. Yeah, the, the Fred Wonder Savage. Years? Fred Savage yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. The older sister, um, uh, Olivia Diabo, I think is her name. I can't remember. She was on. She was the one that was always protesting shit and everything because it was him and Fred Savage and uh, Jason Harvey. Yeah, I think uh, I was always just obsessed. With I think she winning. was probably only on the first two seasons or something. Mm-hmm. She came on because the the deal with Conan the Destroyer was that um, they had to take there was a uh, there was something that she needed to uh, to get specifically her. She was the only one who was able to wield the knife or the dagger or something like that. Oh, the horn. That's what it was. Okay. They, the girl from uh, Superman 2, mm-hmm. the, uh, one of those, uh, the villains from Superman 2. Yeah. The one chick. Yeah. She played the villain in Conan the Destroyer. 
<clears throat> and she was like the evil, like, um, I guess sorceress or something. She looked just like what evil Lynn should look like in yeah. Mass Universe. <laughs> yeah. I'm watching the thing and I was like, how the hell is uh, Sarah Douglas? Right. I said, how the hell is Sarah Douglas never played evil Lynn? She I mean, might she's be a little perfect. old for it now, yeah. but back then, she was her character looked like evil Lynn. Uh, it's yeah. like they were doing an, uh, if Marvel or Mattel was watching, they should probably sue the shit out of somebody. Because <laughs> that was evil They'll Lynn. They'll never know. We're just going <laughs> to change the name. <laughs> <laughs> so apparently she. Olivia Diabos needs to go and get a horn because they have a statue there at the uh, at the palace mm-hmm. that is missing the horn. And when they put the horn on its head, it becomes this fucking crazy monster and it's going to rule the fucking world. I don't think they realize how pissed it was going to be when they actually do it at the end. <laughs> yeah, why do people always do that? Like, it's going to wake up and thank you. No, motherfucker, it's been sleeping for four yeah. million years. No. It's hungry. Like, <laughs> I don't care. He's not taking the idea of whose sides are on who. Yeah. You know? yeah. So... He sends her to, uh, he gets Conan, she gets Conan and his crew to be part of this mission that they're going to take her to go get the horn. Mm -hmm. They need them to steal the horn. But she is like being, uh, her bodyguard is Wilt Chamberlain. Oh, nice. Who's really good in this movie. Really? I don't know if he's ever acted ever before. I mean, he was really only put in the movie because he's like, I mean, almost eight feet tall. Yeah. And it's crazy. You've seen the picture of him, Andre, you probably saw it in the Andre documentary where it had Wilt Chamberlain. And uh, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. on the out uh, on the outside. Yeah, Ar- no, no, Arnold, Arnold was, in, was the in the middle. Yeah, and yeah, then, yeah. And Wilt and Arnold and Andre are holding them. Yeah, it's a crazy photo. Do you remember the story Arnold was telling on that about when he went out um, to dinner with Andre the Giant, and like basically he offered to pay, like he because mm-hmm. he invited Andre out, and he he said straight up, he's like, you know. Where I'm from, like, you know, if you invite somebody to dinner, that means you're paying for dinner. Mm -hmm. And he, like, looked, like, Andre didn't want to let him pay. And uh, and, uh, Arnold said to him, like... Look, this is my world now. This is this is what I'm gonna do. Yeah. I run things here, you know. And he said Andre just stood up and grabbed him and picked him up like he was nothing. <laughs> and, you know, just kinda let him know like <laughs> I could do this to you anytime I wanted to, and then just set him back down and he said Andre paid. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You know, that, like, that made me think of another there's a great story someone was telling about Ralphie May. Do uh-huh. you know who Ralphie May is? Yeah, the, yeah, the stand-up. Uh, the stand-up, yeah, 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 yeah. really funny. Uh, well, he's he's not with us anymore, but someone was telling a story about him. He says he went out to eat with Ralphie May once, went out and eating and drinking. Ralphie's huge. Oh, yeah. Ralphie was like, yeah. what, four, four fifty maybe? Weight, but he did lose he a little was, weight. When he was young, he yeah. was big. Every, all the comedians in the podcast like I listen to lo- love him. He was great. And uh, he said he, they were going out with uh, Ralphie like every night, and Ralphie was always paying the check, always paying the check, mm-hmm. and uh, not realizing how much uh, food and alcohol Ralphie put away. Yeah, he he said the next day he says no. Uh, the guy who's telling the story, I can't remember who it is. Yeah, he's like uh, he's like no, Ralphie, I'm paying, I'm paying. Yeah, he says I got the bill and I looked at it and I looked up at Ralphie and Ralphie's. Uh, fr- Ralphie just smiled and says, you fucked up, player. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome, dude. Oh, shit. You can just hear Ralphie say yeah. that, too. You fucked up, player. <laughs> oh, I had me bu- uh, laughing. So funny. Shit. All right, Conan's story. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, they end up... Uh, 
so they end up going on that mission. They find Grace Jones like on the way. Grace Jones is like fighting somebody in like a village or something. Yeah. And they end up helping her and she becomes like bonded with like Conan and be like, I give my life for Conan. And he's like, we'll see. And then you can come hang with us. Sorry. I just had a flashback of uh, in living color when they do Grace Jones on the date with uh, Tommy Davidson. And his, like, I guess his name is Harvey, and she's like, Harvey, aren't you coming out with me, Harvey? Like, oh, so fucking love funny. Grace Jones. In the end, she just picks him up and like takes him. Like, oh, it's so fucking funny. She always had such a unique look. I wonder what she looks like now. Oh, yeah. You know? I wonder. I mean, I haven't seen her in so long. I loved her on View to a Kill. And, uh, because she started as like a model. Is she still alive? Yeah. I'm pretty sure Grace Jones is still alive. I hope so. Yeah. Let's see. Don't disappoint us here, man. Yes. <laughs> so far, so far, she still seems so to far be alive. so good. Yeah. Um, <laughs> then, you, then you see her, and it's like, oh, that's a shame. <laughs> uh, it's, she looks beautiful for her age. Actually, she looks does look pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. She was always a unique looking person. Yeah. Definitely. You know, I mean, let's face it. Yeah, I mean, like, look, dude, uh, she was beautiful though. She had like this weird animalistic quality where she would, yeah. on, almost in every role, because she did it in View to Kill and she did it here too. Yeah. Where she would snap at you, like with her teeth or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. She did yeah. that all the time in different roles, and yeah. then end up going on to play a vampire. I was like, well, that's just fitting. <laughs> someone, someone. Now paid you're just typecasting, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she was good in it. Uh, but she was awesome in this man. I loved it. I loved Tracy Walters as like the the comic relief. He was like the uh, like the walls coming down and everyone's escaped, and he's still trying to pry a, like Ruby out of some statue's eye and everything. Yeah. And he slowly gets over there and it goes all the way down to that awesome scene at the end. And really, that's what it was. I the scene at the end was awesome, man. That was always the most memorable thing for me is when they got back and they put that horn on the statue and that thing just stood up, man. Uh-huh. And it just started killing everybody and just blood and gore. What was it just like <clears throat> a rhinoceros or something? Or it was like this sexy, uh, it was like the sexy naked woman statue that just had to have the horn. But once it came alive, mm. it just became this huge like monster and like split open and everything. It was Hell wild. Yeah. And then you got to see the Will Chamberlain fight, man, because Will Chamberlain like turned on Arnold at the end, and then they had to like Bastard. duel it out. <sighs> Will Chamberlain, man. I mean, I'm guessing Arnold won. Mm. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. I mean, Quentin Tarantino can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Someone will get pissed. Don't do it. All right, this next one. I think you're familiar with this. Yeah, this one I know. 1984's The Terminator. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Like, it's so perfect for the role that James Cameron said, Lance, sit the fuck down. Yeah, we'll find a spot for you. <laughs> we'll get you. This is a nice cushy cop role yeah, in the movie you for you. Yeah, just sit here on the bench, and when we're ready, we'll call for you. I mean, I would think that if Lance Henriksen saw Arnold after... You gotta... I mean, come on, dude. You yeah, if gotta understand If you don't know what that. we're talking about, uh, Lance Henriksen was originally the prototype for the Terminator. James Cameron had done, like, sketches of him yeah. as in the role. And then... James Cameron came across Arnold Schwarzenegger, and then uh, you got to make that call. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder Smartly because, so. because uh, Conan the Destroyer and Terminator came out in 84, so I wonder if, like, he saw him filming uh, Conan the Destroyer or something like that, like, while they were in production, yeah. or, like, I mean, I don't know, like, I guess maybe he saw Conan the Barbarian and was like, okay. It's the only movie on this list, and probably there's only a small handful of roles where he played the bad guy yeah can you name another one where he played a bad guy not on this list killing gunther he played the, uh, the guy that they had to kill was he gunther <laughs> yeah okay yeah. then that makes sense <laughs> uh 
So, um, yeah, not many, though. I no. mean, I think when he realized I got to be the hero and people want that, especially yeah. in the 80s. I mean, let's see. He was kind of a prick in uh, The Expendables, but he wasn't like an enemy. Yeah. You know? No, I think it's something that once he became that good guy, I think people probably found it. Like nowadays, yeah, nowadays I think he could do it. Mr. Freeze. Yeah, yeah. Mr. Freeze. Mr. Shit, Mr. Yeah, Freeze. man. I guess he was the villain. That's the <laughs> ultimate yeah. shit villain. <laughs> Even that was hilarious, though. Yeah. Um, uh, I love Terminator, man. Yeah, it's absolutely, the music. Yeah the directing, all the actors in it. Yeah, and by the way, we did an entire Terminator pod, so if you're yeah, you really dive into deep, that deep, one, yeah, then go you go into that it. one. Well, that was recently. That was... Yeah, about uh, four or five episodes ago, yeah, maybe. See? So it's somewhat soon, so you don't have to scroll back far right. if you're a huge Terminator fan. So let's just talk about some of our favorite scenes then. Oh, man. Um, What's your... When you think Terminator, the first Terminator, where's your mind automatically go? I mean... To where he's taking his eye out. Really? Yeah. Um, and then to the police station. Uh, the police station's probably where I go. Yeah. Yeah. I'll be back. <clears throat> I, I think, think of he... a lot of the John Connor stuff, too. I think of a lot of the Michael Behan stuff when I think uh, Terminator. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, I, I love the whole storyline Yeah, the whole storyline. But, like, big. my favorite scenes are when he takes his eye out, um... In the end, when he finally becomes the Terminator, yeah, and yeah. you know, after all that long chase scene and everything like that, like I love her in the bar hearing about it on the t- television. Yeah, that you're like the dead, like honey. the second Sarah Connor has died. Yeah, she's freaking out. Yeah, yeah. There's um, so much good stuff in that original one. What was the year on that? Eighty four. Yeah. yeah, these man Arnold had two insane years in 1984 and 85. Oh yeah, bro. But, I mean, every year, every year he had a big blockbuster movie come out there's a reason why he is probably one of the biggest actors ever oh yeah dude i mean and i wanted to see all of them yeah you know i mean and it's like a whole different thing because he's he didn't win any awards no no but i but he was entertaining as shit entertaining as hell that's that's probably even the best he's probably one of the best entertainers out there too oh dude one of my favorite scenes from terminator now is when he goes and he's getting armed and he's in the gun store. Yeah. And he's oh, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uzi 9mm, yeah. you know, and give me this shotgun and give me that rifle and, you know, let me get a pack of 12 gauges. Just straight up machine. Yeah. And he starts loading it. And he's like, I'm sorry, son, you can't load this in here. Boom. Boom. You know, like. It's oh. weird that he hasn't played a bad guy that much in the early days, too, because he was really fun he good was at really it. really good. And at when you're it, that dude. size, you would think you would at some point do it. Yeah. I think that's like a macho, like still the 80s thing because the 70s. There were there were actors like Kurt. I know there was actors like Kurt Douglas and John Wayne who would never in a million years play a bad guy because mm-hmm. that is not the persona that they want. Yeah, uh, Kurt Douglas specifically, he wanted to be in fistfights in his movies. Really, he told people to write in fistfights, no matter if it like called for or it or not. not. Yeah, that's why in like Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea, he's like fighting people. He just wanted to be known as that scrappy kind of guy. That's funny. And so maybe people thought that outside. I don't know if he was or not, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I think that's probably a lot of it. My yeah. yeah, I love I love him as a bad guy, man. I thought he's just menacing Dude, as shit. The Terminator is one of the all time greatest villains, no question about and it. Like really when you think about it, he I mean he he was pretty wooden with his acting style and his accent 
for many of these movies, but they smartly cast him in movies where that was all right. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're playing Conan, you're supposed to be kind of broken English, and it makes sense that that's completely driven by your body and your strength. Yeah. And the Terminator, I mean, he has to be like a machine. I mean, well, and I think I can do that. I think, <laughs> yeah, right? I, I mean, I think he says Sarah Connor and I'll be back. Yeah. And I think those are the only two lines, except for at one point when he's on the phone. Well, and the but, gun plays too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, there can't be many. There can't be many I think lines. that's it, though, dude. Like, yeah. I can't think of any other... Because when he's on the phone at one point, he's using, like, the roommate's voice or something mm-hmm. like that, you that's know? True. Um, so, I mean... I'm still getting paid for that line. Yeah, I know, My right? lips were moving. Like, <laughs> yeah, no kidding, dude. Like, I mean, imagine how much money he's made off of saying, I'll be oh, back. Oh, Jesus, man. Like... It's just so... How much money he's just worth and residual checks. Oh my checks. god, dude! You can go out at any time of the day, and one of these movies is playing. Oh yeah, I mean <laughs> these are all huge, absolutely. huge movies, if not multiple. Yeah, you know. Uh, so that uh, he's about to, well, he really starts getting his his acting chops as number six. Number yeah. number five, I just kind of threw on here. He would probably be pissed if he knew I threw it on here. He was. It was only. I don't remember it very well. I know that I saw it. It's definitely the weak length of the entire list, but there was still some decent stuff mm-hmm. that happened in it. Now, uh, I watched it when I was young because I was a sucker for any of those movies that were playing on HBO, and uh, obviously the Conan movies. It was kind of in the similar universe, but I had heard rumors that it was one of his. <laughs> uh, punishments for his kids that if you don't behave i'm gonna make you watch red sonia <laughs> because uh, apparently they he was just slated to do cameos in it but they recut it with like certain looks and images and made him look like he was even in the movie a lot more than he was and he was in a decent amount of it not at first like the first half of the movie he appeared a couple different spots and then at one point he just joins red sonia and there he's part of the crew when did rocky four come out hmm rocky four was probably it was after Red Sonja, so uh, probably 86, 87. I'm surprised. I mean, I guess at that time Stallone was a big action star mm-hmm. and, and, you know, Arnold was too. And so maybe that. But I could totally see him taking Dolph Lundgren's spot in Rocky Ford. Oh, interesting. You know, yeah. like. Well, Bridget Fonda was in both. Was she? She was Red Sonja. Well, she's Red Sonja. Oh, oh, really? Oh, uh, that's right. Not Bridget Fonda, Bridget Nielsen. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bridget okay, Nielsen, okay. so she was in that, and then she was, which is interesting because Arnold had an affair with her on Red Sonja. Oh, no shit. It was, like, widely known that he had an affair with her. Oh, and wow. And then she went and did Rocky Four, where she had an affair with Stallone. Yeah. And she was with Stallone for a while. And then she ended up with Flavor Flav. <laughs> oh, that which doesn't... Is fucking uh, hysterical. It is hysterical, and it makes for good TV, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she was awesome, and uh, well, no, let's let's read. I remember she her looked though. she looked hot. In this. Yeah, oh yeah, she yeah. had the look, and apparently she was just like a Dutch model, and she was like twenty one years old, mm-hmm. and she fit the look, and they wanted her in there. Yeah, and they put her in there, and she looked great. I mean, you got to see her cleavage through the whole thing, but <laughs> the character was flawed as hell, man. They mm. made her look like super weak at during a lot of it really like there were moments where she got into trouble and then arnold just appeared to save the day (laughs) it it happened like three times because arnold was following her at the uh, beginning of the movie so the main premise was that this was what automatically would have made the movie better that our girl from conan Mm -hmm. what was her name uh bergman 
Sondal Berman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> she was the villain in this movie. And oh. they should have just made her Red Sonia, and they offered it to her, but she didn't want to be typecast in that type of role. She wanted to play the villain, so mm-hmm. she went and did it. But she would have made an awesome Red Sonia because she was she was kick-ass in, uh, in the Conan movie. So with, <clears throat> with this movie, they had to, I guess it was an amulet or something hmm. that only women could touch. And they were like these priestesses were like guarding it, and all these soldiers came in and they stole it. And the uh, that uh, Sondal woman grabbed it and uh, killed Red Sonia's sister. And then Arnold Schwarzenegger had come across, uh, or Conan had come across Red Sonia's sister, and she's like, "You got to destroy the amulet. It's going to destroy the world in like two weeks if you don't destroy it. Go find my sister. My sister going to help." So he finds Red Sonia, and Red Sonia is. Uh, they, they, this is their character development. She, uh, <laughs> they did some piss poor character development on her already that, that she hates dudes. Oh. And then, uh, Arnold kind of, uh, but not Arnold. <laughs> well, not at this point. So she went on the quest on her own and it was mm. her. It was Ernie Reyes Jr. Yes. As a little kid. That's like fucking great. I think, what was this, 85? And that was Last Dragon, I think, was 85. So probably the same year. <laughs> and he had this big, fat, like, Ophi guy that was, like, his keeper. And he was, like, a prince, a badass prince. And you got to see him fight a little bit in the movie. Uh-huh. And uh, the guy who played the Ophish guy played Bluto in the Robin Williams wow. uh, Popeye movie, which was great. He was also in Dune, too. It's an all-star lineup so right there, it's basically... Bro. Bridget Nielsen and those two are like traveling and they don't realize it until they get into like peril and Arnold just pops up out of Ta-da, nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> you don't realize that he's been following him the whole time. And uh-huh. eventually he, and he says, I, I, when I first bet you, it appeared that you didn't like men. And I was like, well, this is strange. Mm. And, uh, it, it wasn't, there was some really bad moments in this movie. I, I wonder you. if this has a 3.2. Oh, it's bad. Whatever it is. <laughs> it's, it's definitely, like I said, it's the weak link, but I'll mention some of the cool scenes. There's a scene where they're in the water, almost kind of like trash compactor style in uh, Star Wars. Uh-huh. And there's a creature in the water. And it's like this metallic like shark or something. And I don't know who did the special effects for it, but it was cool as hell. You saw him coming out of the water, and every time she wielded her sword, it like clanked on it. And then Arnold jumped in, and she just, this is like where she she just looked weak through half this movie. She like clung to the side of like the uh, <laughs> the wall as Arnold was fighting it himself until yeah. Arnold says, you need to take his eyes out. And she had to jump off the wall and help out eventually. It got but, a 5.1. Yeah, I mean, that's probably generous. <laughs> <laughs> but the that creature was cool as hell. I'll give her that. And then when they uh, when the amulet and they had to do the whole fight with uh, Sandal uh, Bergman, it was awesome. The end was really cool, but yeah, it could be a hell of a lot better. And they're going to redo that. I almost think I have heard that they are going to remake it. Oh. That's wide open, man. They've never really gotten Conan the comics because that comics was very D&D. Really? I mean, very sword in the serpents kind of uh, fantasy stuff that they could be doing some crazy stuff that way. That's what Quentin needs to do. If Quentin came in and did like a Conan the Barbarian, he's a big comic book guy. That'd be dope. He could do some crazy stuff because there's some evil, evil witch and sorcerer stuff that could be done. Really cool. There was a good moment in Red Sonia, though, now I think about it, <clears throat> when Red Sonia is kind of approaching the main uh, villain. And there's a wizard off to the side who's got a knife, and he's almost voodoo style, 
doing some movements, and then whenever he does the movement, you see the wound appear on Red Sonya's like leg. Oh shit! And on her arm. Yeah. And whatever he does to her, she ends up feeling it, which is funky. And then she realized, hey, I just gotta kill this fucker. Yeah. <laughs> Takes him out. <laughs> but the next one, man, the next one's gonna be really cool. 1985's Commando. I'm going Commando right now. <laughs> <laughs> the audience is happy that you let them know that. <laughs> I love this movie. It's dude. such a great movie, man. And this was like the first time they decided to, hey, let's make him a dad, you know? And he was Alyssa Milano, like the, everyone's favorite like kid actor at that time. Too. Who was the bad guy? Uh, the very bad guy, the, or well, uh, his was he kept calling him Matrix. Uh, oh, Matrix! Yeah, he's a fucking bad motherfucker. He's yeah. in a lot of crazy movies. He's the one that plays. He's uh, one I gotta of the, look him up. He's the Mad Max. We know his name. He was in Road Warrior. He yeah. was the one with the uh, uh, with the, the Mohawk. Thing. Mohawk, but he yeah. was also in Inner Space. He was the one that had the attachments you could put on his arm, Mister oh, Edo. Yeah. Uh, He's played a ton of different characters. He's definitely going to be on one of our character actor pods because he's done a shitload of movies. Vernon Wells. Yeah, Vernon Wells. Yeah, He still does movies. I think he's that type of guy that I think still does like 12 movies. Uh, Like, was he the one? There was somebody here. Let me check if it's Vernon Wells. He's 75. Yeah, I mean, so... Dude, he was so great. He was such a good bad guy in this movie, dude. He was really good. Like, you know... I specifically remember, uh, and I mean, I'm not going to go to the ending, but their knife fight at the end. Oh, oh God. He w- he was a wild man. He was a wild man in every role he was in, too. I mean, you think back at him in Road Warrior, he was just screaming. Yeah. And he uh, he came back and did Weird Science. Remember, he played oh, the was biker. He one of the weird, biker? Yeah, he was the main biker oh, in wow. Weird Science, too. That's awesome. Uh, so he's been in 100, and we'll talk more about him in that wow. character. He's been in 174 movies. Upcoming projects. 56. No shit, <laughs> He's got dude. 56 upcoming projects. What the fuck? <laughs> What'd you say, 71? Dude, what, is he fucking John Lundgren? Like, <laughs> <laughs> traveling around in his van, just doing 15, 20 movies? Man, he must be. I mean, right. Well, if you stay in, like, the horror and kind of action genre, yeah. you can just put out movies. I know this is really horrible to say, but he's got a great horror face. No, he does. Right. He's he's played some horror characters, too. He, he, played, he was a wild man back in the 80s, but like I said, he... Uh, and you had mentioned that he was crazy in this movie, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he was a wild man. He was wearing, like, chain mail. Yeah, <laughs> during, dude, during like, that shirt, bro. Uh, Ray Don Chong was in this movie. Yeah. Who else was in this? Um, the guy from Dreamscape. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, little guy. The little yeah, guy. Yeah, he was great. He's in a lot of Walter Hill movie he's, movies. He's one of my favorite deaths because, like... You he, said you wouldn't kill me. Yeah, he's like, you... He, so his name was Sully, and um, Arnold needed to know, like... Sully, and then the other guy that he kills on the plane, um, not Bill Duke. Yeah, Bill Duke. That's um, the other guy I think of. Or the Hispanic guy? Or the Italian he, guy? He, he was, was in uh, He was balding. Um, oh, I'm thinking of a different guy. I'll have to find Oh, you... Here. I'm thinking of... Uh, yeah, I'm confusing it with Raw Deal. It was uh, Charles Meshack. Meshack. Yeah, he played Enrique. Huh. Um, he's the one he fucking breaks his neck on the plane. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, don't disturb my friend. He's, yeah, he's, he's dead, dead tired. tired. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if this was, I guess I'll be back was the first time you can really think of those one-liners, but that wasn't yeah. like tongue-in-cheek like Commando. Oh, no, I because mean. starting with Commando, and if you really want to wait until you get to Running Man, because <laughs> Running Man is just one after another. Man. Every so time funny. he killed somebody, he made a joke, yeah. you know, and that's the thing. So, um it, 
he, people loved him for it. I mean, he was like he was like Rambo, but well, I mean, I'd be really surprised if this is correct because I'm not on IMDb, but it says Bill Paxton was in this movie as uh, an intercept officer, so he could have been in the airport trying to like get maybe this Arnold. was one of his early early movies. That's crazy. Huh. I'm gonna have to check for that. Um, so, anyways, he tells Sully yeah, that he's gonna save him for last, and he ends up getting out of the uh, airport with David Radon. Patrick Kelly. That's his name. Oh, okay. Thank you. Um, and he catches up to him in this yellow Porsche, and he takes him out to one of the cliffs, and he's hanging him by his foot off oh, the cliff. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. And he's like, remember when I told you I was going to kill you last? And he's like, that's right, Matrix, you did say that. <laughs> and he's like, I lied. And he just fucking lets him go. Well, one of the like neat things about this is they were in this Porsche that got f- flipped over, yeah. and Arnold flips the fucking car back over, right? So then they cut scene and cut back, and the Porsche is perfect. <laughs> they replaced it. And it's like it went from having all these scratches and everything on the sides. That's funny. Perfect Porsche. Like you we... know? <laughs> so great, dude. David Patrick Kelly's also the same guy from uh, 48 Hours that Eddie Murphy hit with the car door. Did yeah. it really hurt when it hit you in the car door like that, Luther? Yeah. And he, he always played that kind of weaselly, I will screw you over type Well, and, and Dreamscape, uh, dude. He Dreamscape, was scary he was awesome. Fuck is that snake uh, creature, dude. Oh, he was so good. That might have been the first time I ever saw him. Anything, uh, that was too. definitely was the creepy first as hell. time. He still creeps uh, me out. Last Man Standing, he was the... The mob boss. Oh, he really? He was the main mob boss that huh. Christopher Walken actually worked for. Yeah. What was yeah. his name in that? That's another. It was a cool name. Yeah. He did he have had a cool name. Slit throat. Damn. Oh. Yeah, we just watched that it'll, too. It'll pop up. <laughs> yeah, he was great. Radon Chong was good in this. Was I mean, it it's tiny? it's that typical. Uh, was it tiny? Maybe. Yeah. I, have to I, I wouldn't know. Look it up. <laughs> I'll talk some Radon Chong. Yeah. A lot of people don't know, if you don't, Tommy Chong's daughter. She was awesome. When I think Radon Chan, usually my mind goes to Tales from the Dark Side first. Oh, my God. You dude. said you'd never tell. You said you'd never tell. <laughs> oh, my oh. God. And those two little kid monsters. Oh, the cute little, the oh cute little goblin my creatures. God, uh, gargoyles. Yeah. God, oh. that was such a good I was movie, just man. thinking about that the other day. Dexter's dad. That was uh, the main guy in that one. Oh, and really? all those are great. I love Tales from the Dark Side. That was a good one. Uh, yeah, she was great in this. I mean, she had to play that typical, oh, my God, uh, clinch my pearls, yeah. Ar- Arnold saved me type character. But yeah. she ends up becoming a badass towards the end. Remember, she's, she shoots that fucking square-ass rocket, rocket launcher. Rocket launcher. Oh, that was so cool. Uh, yeah, that was pretty neat. And uh, it, it also— She flew the plane. Yep, she flew the plane. That's right. I forgot about the plane yeah. thing, man. This Dude, was such a good movie. Are you kidding me? Bro, he goes—on when that scene where she blows that shit up, mm-hmm. right after that— they go to a fucking gun store and or maybe they'd already gone and that's where they get the rocket launcher from. Yeah, but him loading up. Dude. Like that, uh, Rambo style. That's so cool, man. Yeah. And that face paint. The face he paint put on. That, like predator face paint oh, almost. So fucking cool, man. Yeah. But like, dude, they go and they fucking steal a plane and they fly to this private island with Four hundred fucking soldiers there. Yeah. You know, and remembers that there's that scene and like Dude, it's just him in a speedo pulling that rubber boat yeah. coming yeah, up. Yeah, yeah, Dude, yeah. His upper body, I, I kid you not, I bet you he's the size of this fucking table right Yeah, here. this like, was one of the ones that he physically looked like what we remember Arnold as. Yeah, you know? yeah. He was kind of a little awkward looking in the Conan movies, but when he, I think he trimmed down a little bit, he just bulked up in certain spots because Commando is what you think of, man, dude. when you think of like Arnold physique. Yeah, and like, dude, he kills... 
A lot all of, people. <laughs> of those soldiers, bro. He got those grenades. Like you don't take his daughter, man. Yeah, exactly, dude. I mean, and, what do you expect? And who who was the guy? Yeah, wasn't was, there another bad guy? It was in the this? it was the dad from Clueless. The dad. I, oh, Dan Henya. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Dude. Doing a weird accent. Yeah, like like really tan. Like uh, he was supposed to be like Colombian or something like that. Oh, he's so great. I yeah. love that guy. Well, and also, and this is all the way back to the beginning. The when they first kidnap Alyssa Milano mm-hmm. and he was working on that truck and he sees them going down the oh, windy yeah. road. Yeah. Oh, and he had to and like he like push it. It's like a Bronco or yeah. a, a Suburban or something. Like I'm gonna get my daughter back so bad I don't care if I have brakes or not. Yeah, and he just pushes the car yeah. down the hill. And it was like, like missing the distributor cap, wasn't it? I, so he can he couldn't it, he could only put it in neutral and push it. That it, could, um, it wouldn't even turn off. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it just and goes like, down the hill on and its he own. times it perfectly and. Boom! Takes Great out the shot first truck of like uh, Bill Duke in the car. Like yeah. he's gonna hit us. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and that scene where he kills Bill Duke in the hotel. Dude. Oh, Bill Duke, man! Oh, this was probably my first Bill Duke movie too, and he was in a lot of. The, it was uh, either this. Well, it had to have been this then. Yeah, it had to have been this, unless you saw Predator first. And there's there's a chance that I might have. You know. Um, I think I saw Commando first. Um, yeah. I, I might even have saw Bill Duke in something earlier than that. I'm not sure. It's possible. Yeah. yeah. Maybe, maybe big shot. Has Bill Duke not been on our character? He's been on a character. We've done it. Yeah, yeah. yeah but we, we can bring him it. back anytime. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, Double Duke, baby. Well, Vernon Wells will definitely be on the next one, too. We have to make a, a list of these. Hickey. All right. Hickey was the name. Hickey. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. That's neck, it's neck related, I guess. Yeah, I, get I suppose. It. I get got, a little, got a little Hickey right <laughs> uh, Raw Deal, 1986, man. I loved Raw Deal, man. A lot of people like sleep over Raw Deal, and they don't. It's not as flashy as Commando, or and it got outshined by I think Predator, and a lot of it just kind of got squeezed in there. And I loved it. I loved him as that like the ex sheriff that the um, the guy had to like turn to to help him out. It feels a lot to me like his version of Cobra. Yeah, I well. I mean, the plot was completely different, but it was... Uh, Character-wise, I mean. Maybe. Like, he was... Because what was great about this is... I don't know if you remember the beginning. The beginning was awesome. It was like the mob was infiltrating this this cabin in the woods. And not until you, you saw the helicopter show up, you saw them arm up, go up the hill. And not until you got into the cabin did you realize that it was like a witness protection thing mm. going on that was filled with cops and somebody else. And they just go in. There was a lot of bullets in like raw deal, man. Surprise. A lot of bullets. Yeah. Like, they were like, all right, you think Commando had a lot of bullets? Well, uh, the death count's probably still higher in yeah. Commando, but it's probably pretty close in raw deal. So... They, I remember the oh, movie. Oh, it's a great poster, the, man. The movie I had poster. That poster. Oh, did you really? Yeah. I remember this over anything yeah, with this movie. It's a great poster. Oh, so good. And so the the mob comes in and slaughters all the cops and the witness. And, oh, wow. And uh, the one mobster comes behind the uh, the witness, and the witness is looking into a mirror. And he says, you want to witness something? Witness this. Ooh. And he shoots himself in the head, and the guy gets to see him, himself get shot in the oh, head. Oh, wow. Was, it was horrible. And then it, it busts into, like, uh, you know the dad from Christmas Story? Uh yeah yeah he's the main guy he was also in Rebel Without a Cause I mean he's classic uh, Davin McGavin or something like that Shooter McGavin uh, yeah so, <laughs> he might have been shooter. shoot his dad Fragile <laughs> <laughs> uh well one of his his son was in the cabin of all the people that were killed oh wow. so he wants Arnold to come in and he wants to put him undercover and infiltrate the mob and like gut him from the inside out yeah so he's got to like change all his like computer work and put so Arnold in the system. Death. Uh, no, that was, uh, I think that was a racer more than this. They didn't fake a death in this, I don't think. 
Hmm. Oh, you the, think they did? The Google over. The Google said yeah. that that was said in the synopsis. I don't remember them. Uh, they must have done that quick in the movie. Uh, I don't remember it. Let's see. I ain't gonna argue with Google. I mean, Google yeah. knows more than me. Kaminsky, which is Schwarzenegger, fakes his death and reemerges as an ex-con named Brenner, hmm. undercover and accountable to no one. The former Fed tears up the mob from the inside. Oh shit! I was pretty close on that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but when he shows up, because like uh, the mob is run. Who's the main mobster? Now I'm trying to think. Oh, it's it's a couple different guys that you've seen before. But one of them was the guy from Scarface. That, uh, Robert uh, Davi? No, Robert Davi's awesome. He was more of the muscle type guy in this movie, but he was the the smart one that had to show Arnold the ropes. He Paul was really Schenner. good at it. That might have been him if he was in Scarface because he was the guy that uh, he t- he told Tony, don't ever fuck me, Tony. That's my only rule. Don't ever fuck me. And he's the one that uh, yeah, that him. hung F. Murray Abraham from yeah, the uh, helicopter. Him. Really good. He was awesome in this. Again, I love the South Park version of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the colonel and his chicken. I don't remember that. Oh, I don't remember man. that one at all. It's the 420 episode when all the all the KFCs become dispensaries mm. and Cartman has to like try and find KFC. Like he even goes to Oh, like, I vaguely remember that. So they basically turn the movie or turn it into Scarface with KFC chicken. <laughs> oh, and, I kind of remember and, it now. And Cartman goes to the colonel's yeah. house and the colonel hangs this kid. Like it's so funny. Oh, that's dude. awesome. I gotta go back and watch that. Oh, Did you hear about their deal this week? I heard what well, Paramount Plus. Uh, Paramount Paramount like Plus seven hundred million uh, or something? six more uh, six more seven s- years six more years of South Park I think and oh, sixteen movies. movies yeah and nine hundred million dollars that's the deal for Matt Park and Trace you Stone. know what's crazy they live such a simple life too oh, it's just crazy God, what they're even gonna do with that it's nuts have you ever seen I know we're off on a big tangent but have <laughs> you ever seen um, Seven Days to Air. Yeah, awesome. Dude, that awesome. is fucking <laughs> that's amazing, the, dude. That's when I realized that Bill Hader was one of the writers. Yeah. He was on the, yeah, in the writing room. Like, I was like, why is Bill Hader here? There? Yeah, <laughs> like, oh my God, dude. Yeah, that's an awesome documentary. Really good. I, actually, I mean, people were freaking out when Rogan got $100 million for Spotify. $900 million. <laughs> Jesus, bro. Like, <laughs> I mean, that is their life. They To they, be honest, though, I, I've... Because I love South I love Park, it. Dude. It's the only, like, adult cartoon that I really I, I like Family Guy, too, but... Yeah. Family yeah. Guy went off the rails for me for a while ago, but... I haven't watched I never... I always thought South Park just got better. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. yeah. And I don't think that was the case with Family Guy. I, was I really think Family worried. Guy started strong and got worse. Yeah. I, I was really worried, though, that they were going to kind of be like ready to give it up. So mm-hmm. when I saw that, dude, I was just like, yeah, fuck yeah, that's more. great, man. Raw uh, deal. Raw deal. Yeah. <laughs> they, almost, they did not get a raw deal. <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, so, yeah, watching him go in and fuck the mob over yeah. and then like because he's going back and he's giving the police information and who to uh, bust and who not to bust and they're freaking out. And eventually they realize who it is. Uh, until I rewatched it, there was only a couple major scenes I remember. One of them was always the scene where he's at the junkyard and they're playing uh, Rolling Stones. Uh, I get no satisfaction, uh-huh. and he's just racing through the uh, thing and he's shooting people. Like he kicks the windshield out and he's shooting people with uh, like Mac nine, like, like through the window, see. and he's ki- he's killing people and you don't even give a shit. Doesn't he, miss a shot. Th- no, he gets everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but then there's a there's a moment in the middle of the song. 
and he's just killed somebody that he turns a corner and he goes head first into like an open bulldozer's like claw. Oh, wow. And then the bulldozer like pushes him and uh, a dump truck comes out of nowhere and gets oh, on the other shit. side. And, and I don't know who did the stunt, but Arnold's character jumped out and it crushed it so hard that oh. it, the only thing that was left was like the chassis down oh, the bottom. Wow, it was a crazy good scene. And yeah. then he went into like the offices and killed him. And you thought that was the big scene, but then they did the thing at the nightclub. He like ended up going... They were all uh, hiding at like a nightclub or bar, all the mobsters. And they were mm. like, well, at least he can't come here. And then they see <laughs> security footage of him like destroying the camera yeah. and walking through. And they're like, oh, shit, get ready. And it was an, one of the best gunfight scenes in any movie, in my opinion. Really? There's a, well, they have the bar in the center. It's one of those center bars that's almost kind of like the Sopranos yeah. bar. And you can go around the whole thing. And a lot of it was filmed really tightly as they're going around the bar. They did it a lot in uh, Carlito's way when mm. he's when he's in the uh, in that sequence where he's hiding under the bar. Uh, <clears throat> and it was really well done. It must have lasted for like seven to eight minutes, just oh, wow. straight up gunfire. Yeah. Reloading, gunfire, going around the corner, gunfire, killing. You don't even know how many people are in the room, it's but so they just great, keep dude. sending them in yeah. and everything. And he just Everybody's keeps in a red them. shirt. <laughs> and that's what it is. He just Arnold at some point, because they, they end up uh, shooting uh, his buddy at the... Uh, they're having like a funeral with for somebody in the Christmas story. Dad gets shot, and we think he's dead until at the end. You see him kind of like uh, in the hospital, but Arnold thinks uh, he's dead, uh, so he just decides to go on like this killing spree. And you all are gonna die now. I, I just had this thought, and I'm gonna see if I can find the number here. I wonder how many people <laughs> Arnold's killed. I on bet screen. that. I bet you can Google that. I, I'm trying to find it now. That's funny. Um, it's probably a big number. I, I, <laughs> there's a video here that says kill count, but I don't see an actual like number number somewhere. <laughs> um, I, I mean, just imagine though. I mean, four thousand. That That's seems high. A thousand? Yeah, I think a thousand. Dude, I'm telling you, he kills 200 in Commando. <laughs> <laughs> he kills at least 200 people uh, Maybe in Commando. it is close to two or 3,000. Like, I don't know. I'm going gonna to watch them all again, and I'm counting. <laughs> Damn it, I lost no, track. Yeah, you can't. You can't do it. I need like, one of those clicker things. Yeah. <laughs> I got this shit. Set it by twos. Don't bother me, Christina. I'm, wor- I'm <laughs> working. You made me lose count. All right, 87. Two of my favorite movies by him came out in 87. I watched the I watched the first one with my dad for the very first time and the second one I watched with my cousin for the very first time and they were super memorable when I when I watched them just like life-changing. Fucking 1987 was a great fucking year, man. <laughs> Movie-wise, I was collecting baseball cards. Yeah. I was just like I had no cares. I didn't have any bills. So man, I like, did. I want to go back to 1987. Like 12, 13? Uh, I was I was going to turn twelve, so I was I was eleven, about to turn twelve That's through time, the majority man. of the uh, time. of that time. Ah, uh, yeah, and I was like angling to watch R-rated movies, even though I was like just eleven. I was angling, day. trying to not watch R-rated movies. Like I've I remember seen enough of this shit, Dad. Like, I remember <laughs> calling my cousin on the phone. He had watched Predator already, and he was telling me about it when we were walking the train tracks together. Yeah, uh, like we were going to the store or something like that. We Stand used to, by we me. used to yeah, we yeah. used to take the train tracks because it would be a great cut through to the center of town and I remember him telling me about it and everything and then uh, my dad was going to order it on pay-per-view and uh, he was going to let me watch it and he was like if, the, if there's too much like R-rated stuff in this you're going to have to leave the room yeah. and I remember calling my uh, cousin and uh, saying how much bad stuff is in that uh, movie is there a lot of swears in it and he's like yeah I mean there's 
There's Within the first 15 minutes, there's four completely skinned <laughs> bodies hanging upside down from a banana I'm telling you, tree. my dad did not give a shit if there was not nudity in it. Right. If there yeah. was no nudity well, in it, he was completely then, fine. There's not Every once in a while, if there was too many fucks, he, w- he would start getting a little irked. Yeah. But it took a, it took a while. There, there was some uh, movies that you know that, that were just so cool that he couldn't send us away for. So did we mention that? We mentioned it was Predator, right? Uh, Just a minute ago. <laughs> did we not? <laughs> I, I'm not sure, but if we didn't, it's Predator. I think we did. Yeah. I think we did. Predator. I mean, dude, so you got Jesse Ventura. Bill Duke. Bill Duke again. Uh, uh, Carl Weathers. Uh, Arnold. Carl Weathers. Shane Black. And the other guy. <laughs> uh, well, what's our uh, Native American guy? What's our, Oh, Billy, we did a whole, dude. Uh, oh, Billy, we did a whole Billy. pot on him, too. Yeah. I, um, Damn, I always forget his name. I, I try to remember it every time. Damn it. Yeah, I have to look it up. Yeah, it was because yeah. I first saw him in 48 Hours. I loved him in 48 Hours. Also very recognizable. Billy, no, Billy's his name in the movie. I think it's his real name. Maybe, it could be, too. could be I'm Billy. almost there. Um, where'd you go, bud? Oh, no. Dude, we're so dumb. Sonny Landham. <laughs> Sonny Landham. Fucking yep. knew that. Sonny the other Landham. guy is Richard Chavez. Chavez. He was good in it, too. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Yeah, and the one random girl uh, who was in it, too. Yeah. Um, but she was good. I mean, she oh, did what yeah. she had to do. Yeah. And this year... It grows very hot. <laughs> like, oh, dude, I love that. This scene. was just yeah. This was one of the ultimate action movies, man. All action movies, fantasy movies, just inventive as shit. Man. So good, dude. I mean, anytime you could work like a science fiction element into a great action movie. I mean, like just the premise of the the Predator alone. And we not- didn't get really. I mean, we got glimpses of that backstory too in the first one but not as much as we did later yeah oh yeah i mean dude absolutely but like to find that like i mean you wouldn't even have to necessarily have the outer space thing like if this thing just was in the jungle and it was just a monster like i would have been totally fine with this as a movie Mm. too like dude again so the terminator and the predator two of the fucking best villains of all fucking time bro like just so inventive and creative. I mean, yeah, like, say what you want if you're not an Arnold fan. I mean, he's, he's been in some of your favorite movies. I can guarantee it. I just really... Everyone loves those movies. I really want to see The Predator versus The Terminator. <laughs> I got Aliens versus Predator, you know? Yeah, but like you Freddy said, like the, the the idea of like a a galactic sport hunter. Oh, my you know, God, Like a, a hunter yeah. that just went from... Goes from planet to planet to collect... Skulls and trophies from the most vicious kind of creatures, and what's more vicious than humans? And and the idea that they would not only because just normal people are not fun for the predator, right? Yeah, he wants he wants these guys. He wants these best of the best of the the Delta trophies, dude. You know, the Delta Force guys. Yeah, man, watching them get picked out one by one. Yeah, I mean, when it got daybreak that one day after they had that horrible night, and then right when like. Dude, when Jesse when, Ventura, when Je- yeah, I guess it really started when Jesse got shot, and yeah. then when well, that was even the day before because uh, because Bill Duke went crazy that night. But I like yeah. when uh, the next day when Bill Duke is like uh, like in the thick of things, telling Carl Weathers to shush, yeah. pointing at stuff. I see you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> dude, I fucking love that shit, yeah. dude. That's one of my favorite Bill Duke. And by the way, we also did a, an entire Predator pod <laughs> yeah, that was and a an entire uh, Aliens pod. So yeah. that was great. And we even had the crossover with Aliens versus Predator. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah Pre- nothing beats that first Predator. Uh, it's so fucking I mean, the good, music, man. the music is so good. Yeah. Uh, John McTiernan's directing was like spot on, man. He did a lot of great stuff back in the day. And just uh, how, just the progression through the whole thing yeah. was great, man. It I, just, 
I think it would just be so fucking cool if they used the latest Predator and did another one and just had a spot for Arnold in that motherfucker. Well, did you hear? Like, there is a new Predator coming out. I did not hear. And it's not connected with the Boyd Holbrook one, which pisses me come off on, because they man. left that big ass cliffhanger at the yeah, end. Yeah, come but on. But I, I don't think it is. I think that's like one. Terminator Three, bro. Like, yeah, but I mean, maybe it could be an offshoot or something. Yeah, Google it because it it, it was definitely. There's been talk about it being already in pre-production, and I think they got a director for it, and they said that it's not connected. So, I mean, maybe it could be great. You know, I'm not going to hold off and say it wasn't, but I I love that last one, and I would love to have seen a straight-up remake. I want that suit. I want it sets my suit, That's bub. what I'm telling you, dude. Like, <laughs> oh, man. It's my suit, I was bubba. so ready after that oh. movie. Yeah, they should have done it like a. They should have done it a couple of years later. They waited too long. The pandemic probably fucked it up. But yeah, I'm not really seeing anything. I, yet. I definitely read something about it that there, there was going to be a new Predator, and for some reason, it's not connected. Hmm. So, I'll have to. Well, I'll fuck do, it then. I'll do some research. <laughs> <or something. laughs> we all we we still got our old one. Don't yeah. worry about it, man. Uh, and now, I can watch that movie at any time, man. I love it. Now this next one. Oh, I watched my cousin for the first time. This was based on a Stephen King like short story, which you'd never believe. And the short story is completely different. It's like it's ridiculous that they even. Is it really? It's yeah. very different. I'm I mean, it's a futuristic that. game, but that's about it. Uh-huh. I, I mean, and it was it was violent as shit. The uh, the Stephen King one for sure, uh, but it was good. It was part of the Bachman books, uh, but man. Me and my cousin, I remember watching it for this for the first time, and like ten minutes into the movie, where that guy's head blew off yeah. because he's got the collar on his mm-hmm. neck at that uh, that kind of workman's yeah. camp and everything. We were in. We we're like heads are getting blown <laughs> yeah. off, dude. Well, it's like uh, wedlock. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. bro. Um, what do they call him? The butcher of Bakersfield. Butchers of Bakersfield. Yeah. It did start with that, didn't it? Well, yeah. yeah it so did. it was him in the helicopter, yeah. and we see what really happens. Yeah, and they knock him out. And yeah. what it's crazy though, because uh, what's his name? Who was the game show host? Richard Dawson. Yeah. yeah. He, Getting him was what made this Oh, movie. he was so fucking Oh, my great, God. Dude. I mean, he didn't have to do anything. It's just like, go in there and do your shtick. Yeah. Oh, you know what? Was Sven the guy that um, <laughs> he was always fucking hollering at him about uh, doing steroids? And he'd say like, oh, yeah, what's yeah, the yeah. matter? Does steroids yep. make you deaf? Yep. No That's shit. Sven. That's yep. awesome, dude. He was the one that, uh, remember the, uh, the he's stick around. Remember, he sticks the pen in the uh, other guy's uh, neck. Sven's yeah. the one who's like escorting him into the Right, thing. right, right. Yeah, because yeah. in the end, though, he's like, go ahead, yep. get him. And he's like, steroids make me deaf. Yep. And That's just turns Sven. around and walks away. That's great, That's dude. probably See? one of Sven's best moments That's right there, awesome, too. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, the idea that they, they, they show us that he is a very humane guy and he was with the military and they uh, asked him to like unload on like women and children and yeah. shit and he wouldn't do it. Right. And so they put him in this work camp, which is bad enough already. Right. Uh, and then not, then we soon realize that while well, they escape from it with his two friends, Yafat Koto and, yeah. and the skinny white guy who the only th- the other thing I remember him from is... Uh, he, like was, he was he was the Undertaker something. in Back to Future Three. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm just measuring you for your coffins. So. Yeah, <laughs> um. but uh, and I think he has been in a bunch of other stuff that I've seen. Uh, and Maria Conchita Alonso is in this, who I loved in Predator Two. Oh, really? Full circle. Damn. <laughs> but. So they escape, they do that whole collar thing, and he has to go to the place. I love when they take the collar off, you know, and they have to dump it in, like, the toilet, and it blows up. Yeah. Really cool. But the idea of this futuristic game show where you're watching basically, like, uh, prisoners take on gladiators to, like, the death. Yeah. And that people are, like, 
like sadistic in the street betting on it. Like the old woman. I, I'm going for Ben Richards. He's one bad motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So let's see. I'm going to see. Uh, I wanted to check out. So there was Buzzsaw. Yep. Um, Sub-Zero. Sub-Zero. Professor Tanaka. Yep. Who's just the fucking man. Um, Jim Brown was Fireball. Yep, Fireball. Uh, let's see, Dynamo. Dynamo was a riot. He was the worst. <laughs> he had like a big fucking diaper on with yeah. a bunch of like Christmas lights, but he electrocuted people. <laughs> um, who else did we have? Ventura here? played Captain something. Oh yeah, was it Captain Freedom? Yeah, Captain, Captain Freedom. Freedom. Um, I think that might have been. That been might have been it. Yeah, so they, they Marvin was these... J. McIntyre was the other white guy. Oh, good. Was, yeah, yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. So you thought those guys were out of the uh, picture, remember? Because they had separated at some point. They all went their own way. Right. Arnold just had gone to his brother's old apartment, which just happened to be where Maria Conchita Alonso. I love was. when he ties her up to the to the weight bench. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's like, and he's like, we're gonna go to the airport, and you're gonna act that everything's fine, and da 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 da. And she's like, what makes you think I'm gonna do that? And he goes over and he fucking yeah, tears yeah. the weight bench out yeah. of the floor. Because I ask you nicely. And he goes, because yeah. I'm going to say. Please. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and she sings as soon as she gets to that airport oh, too, man. Shit. It gives it's them so up. Funny though, bro. Oh man, it was it was great. Man. Yeah. And so yeah, they capture him and just watching Richard Dawson do that like scumbag behind the scenes shit yeah. where he's just oh, shady yeah, as hell. Well, and they doctor the footage. That that's what was great when you when they introduced him and they were like, all right, Ben Richards, instead of uh, being on the, uh, death row, you get to be on the game show and everything. And yeah. then they're introducing him and they play the footage. Yeah. And you realize. Oh shit! They just doctored everything, and everyone yeah. hates his guts. And well, and they keep them. talking about the winners and how they're back yeah, yeah. into the Hawaiian sun. And then there's the resistance. Remember? Yeah. Um, and that's I mean, man, this was such a good movie. It was it like was how really they good. had to get through the game and everything yeah. like that. And like when that guy I just said his name. I'm sorry, it's not pulled up at the moment. McIntyre or something. Yeah. When you he know, had to remember the codes the and code shit like and that. The code and shit, dude. Even like the little screen was neat, you know, but like it was just so cool. And they ended up getting to the to the satellite to upload everything. Mm-hmm. And then they showed the guys dead in the locker yeah. room and like Best response to I'll be back yeah, in any in movie. Rerun. Only in a rerun. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Great, so great. <laughs> oh man. Oh, I loved it. That's so good. Yeah, it, it was a fun movie, man. Yeah. This was one of those movies that just, it was just, just fun to watch. And I can watch it anytime. Yep. I they can... could redo this. They could make that a series. That they could do so all dope. sorts of stuff with that movie, man. A futuristic game show like that. Yeah. Why not yeah. do it, man? Fuck yeah, dude. All right, the last one here, man. This was one of my all-time favorites. I, this came out on pay-per-view, and they played the trailer like every three minutes. And <laughs> Enough I was like, that you were just like, fine, I'm going to watch it. No, I, <laughs> I was like, I got to see it, man. I could not wait to uh, to order it. And when I ordered it, I just I fell in love with it. I was always a... Um, Damn, I can't think of his Jim name Jim Belushi? <laughs> no, well, Jim Belushi, I, I had always known him because he was in Thief and he was in a couple uh, other movies up, leading up to this. Real Man, he did that great movie with John Ritter, which no one saw but me and my cousin. A Walter Hill uh, fan. Walter Hill, that's yeah. it. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to stall till you get me there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've always been a huge Walter Hill fan. It's true, I love the music. Most of Walter Hill's uh, music is done by James Horner, who I'm a huge fan of. James Horner did the Red Heat uh, thing. I love the Russian element that was in it. It was very timely in like 1988. And James Bellucci and him, they were just like peanut butter and jelly in this band. Yeah. They were just went together so well. I mean, the chemistry they had on the set. I had mentioned to you earlier because I had it on when uh, Justin showed up at the house today. Yeah. I, and I, I have the Blu-ray for it because I had. Uh, it's one of my. It's on my top 50 it, movies. It's almost a little bit Rush Hour. 
Yeah, it's like rush hour. Bit, it's a little know? bit rush hour. It's not as funny as rush hour, mm. but and it's got it's gritty and there's a lot of action in it and it's it's a fantastic movie straight up throughout and it's got tons of great actors in it. Um but yeah, when you had uh come over, I you had never seen it. That's how yeah. I just surprised the hell out of me. Yeah. yeah Cuz this was a huge movie in the 80s. The thing is is this is one of those ones. There's no excuse. Don't look for one. No, this is one of those ones <laughs> that I have seen, but like I saw 20 minutes of it here yeah. and 15 minutes of it there. Mm-hmm. So I've never actually been able to sit down and watch the movie, uh, you know? So one of Arnold's best, man. I mean, he plays that character like you thought he was a Russian. Yeah. And James Bellucci was not a huge star uh, before this movie, and he had some of the best, like, one-liners or just quips that he said to different people, and that whole uh, calling him Gumby, and uh, (laughs) them arguing who's got a better gun, like the 357 Magnum. He's like, we all know 357 Magnum's most powerful gun. Yeah. He's, uh, or no, I think he was uh, arguing the 44. Oh, okay. And then he was, uh, and Arnold was uh, arguing about a Russian gun. He's like, come on, Dirty Harry, man. Yeah, and they just go back and who is Dirty Harry? Yeah, you know, that's that culture break stuff, man. One of my favorite lines from any movie too is when they get they go to talk to the the clean heads. I think it's a bunch of bald uh, black guys are part of this main gang that's mm-hmm. being run by this uh, guy with like uh, this blind guy in prison. Yeah, and so they're meeting them. They're meeting them. For like this kind Brent of, Jennings. Uh, they're meeting him for this underground meeting in like a parking garage, and uh, they approach each other and they uh, they want James Bellucci's gun. He says, "Hand your guns over." He says, "Chicago police officer never relinquishes his weapon," mm. and they do that. Yeah, and he immediately without missing a beat. Here you, Here you go. go. Yep. <laughs> hands it no, down. I, I'll tell you, just just a funny story. My dad says, like. He didn't. It's not a funny story. He said it's funny to me, but uh, he was just talking about because he he's had his house broken into, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he said if you ever need to get some type of a weapon to defend your house, always get a twelve gauge pump shotgun. <laughs> he said because he said sound. because as soon as somebody hears. <laughs> they're already really mad that they're, you know, they know they're in yeah. the wrong fucking house. It's like, like hearing the dog growl. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> like, fuck. Dog, you might be able to be all right, but you hear that fucking shotgun yeah. pump and like, I mean, I don't have a shotgun, but, you know, <laughs> like. Uh, it, it was fun, man. It was a great movie. Ed O. Ross played the bad guy in it who was a really great guy, man. I loved the, the whole beginning of it was great where you actually saw Schwarzenegger's kind of partner get killed. It even started at the, uh, the very opening of the movie is in like a Russian bathhouse, mm-hmm. like a uh, a unisex one, but it's like one like in the country or something like that. And yeah. they're in like the steam room and everything, and they think that Arnold Schwarzenegger is infiltrating the uh, the mobsters that are in the bathhouse. Mm-hmm. So they corner him and they uh, hold his hand out. And they said, "We hear you're a Russian miner. If you're a, if you're a miner, you should be able to handle this." And they put like this red hot stone in that. Arnold's yeah, hand, yeah. and he just grips it, and then ends up punching the guy. And they bust through the wall, and then there's like this huge fight in like the snow. Yeah, and they're like I was they're like half naked. Snow outside. Yeah, they're like half naked, and he's just looking for Ed Ross, and he just keeps punching this guy in the head until he tells him where it is. Oof. And they end up showing up at the bar, and it's it's awesome. He grabs. He said, "What are you guys? What are you harassing all uh, all of us here? We're just having drinks and everything." And Arnold Schwarzenegger grabs this guy with a prosthetic leg, and he 
twist his leg and at first you didn't know it was a prosthetic right yeah. and then you realize it and then he takes this plug out and just puts it upside down and just cocaine falls everywhere oh shit that's where i learned the russian word for uh cocaine was cocaine because <laughs> he, he, he said it they didn't even uh they didn't even subtitle yeah, that word they're like, like, oh we don't know it. what that is <laughs> <laughs> but then he goes outside and ed, ed Ross uh has one of those awesome like guns that pop out of i love like, those oh, I so good. Love i'm those, surprised dude. they don't use those more in movies you i know? mean come on dude it, so it's attached to his arm and his uh, his Arnold Schwarzenegger's partners got him like nailed gunpoint and everything and he just switched up shoots Ooh. the guy in the head and yeah. flees to America and that's the reason Arnold has to go get him man Yeah, fun ensues hell yeah they had a great scene at the end where they're they get in the Ed Ross gets away from him and gets in this like bus and he's like tearing through the city and then Arnold grabs like a city bus and James Bellucci gets on it and everything and at some point they get turned around and they're heading straight forward. And he oh, says, nice. I don't know about you, and, uh, and, but in the United States, this is called chicken and you're not supposed to play with buses. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was great, man. All the way to the very end. It was just a perfect Walter Hill film. If you're a fan of like 48 Hours, another 48 Hours, Last Man Standing, the, mm -hmm. this it's right up there as like Walter Hill's best, like Opus 1988 film. That's great, man. Love it. <laughs> Let's go through the list of what part two is going to be because yeah. I think people are going to be excited to see. So next week, me and Dave are going to do uh, screenplays, but then we'll be back with part two of uh, Schwarzenegger. Actually, we're going to do uh, me and Dave might do double up and do two because Justin's going to be off uh, with, the, with the Grizzly Bears <laughs> <laughs> uh, episode. So Schwarzenegger part two. We've, we're starting 1988, and it's going to go from 88 to 99. Oh, and we're going to be talking about Twins, Seen Total it. Recall, Seen it. Kindergarten Cop, Seen it. Terminator 2, Judgment Day. Seen it, Seen it a lot. <laughs> uh, Last Action Hero, Seen it. True Lies, Seen it. Eraser, Seen it. Jingle All the Way, Seen it. Batman and Robin, Seen it. Admitted. <laughs> and it. End of Days. Seen it. Love End of Days. Yeah, dude, Love End so of Days. So good. And I'll even bust forward, and I'll let you know it's going to be on part three of Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Get some serious. We might have some here. work to do for. There's not going to be. Yeah, there's a couple on here. I've seen most of them. I just yeah. have only seen most of them once. Right. So I need to go back and rewatch them. There are a couple I haven't seen though. Uh, I haven't seen Maggie, and my cousin's been yeah. telling me to see Maggie for I a long time. I saw that one. It's good. Uh, my cousin loved it. So it's so different yeah. for him. This first one, like the sixth day, is the first one. I'm going to start with two thousand. Uh, no, uh, two thousand, and go to twenty nineteen. And Sixth Day I saw in the theater and I haven't seen since. Yeah, I, I, but I do vaguely remember yeah. that one. The cloning. I know. I remember it was dealt yeah, with cloning. Yeah, and That's all I can remember. Yeah. And I liked it. I thought it was good. So uh, The Sixth Day, Collateral Damage, Terminator 3, The Expendables 1 and 2, uh, The Last Stand, Escape Plan, which I have not seen, but I own, so I'll be able to see it before then, uh, Maggie, Terminator Genesis, Killing Gunther, and then Terminator Dark Fate. Nice, dude. It's going to be great, man. You don't, you don't realize how many people, like, we had like a three-part, I don't think we ever got to the third part of Tom Hanks because it happened right at the beginning of the pandemic. Oh, yeah. And then we ended up having to do the phone stuff yeah. after a while, but he was the only other person that you can really, like, easily make like a three-part episode oh, yeah, to. Dude. Probably... Uh, Stallone. Stallone, you could do it with. Probably Harrison Bruce Ford. Willis, you could probably do it with. We did it a complete Bruce Willis pod. Mm. He was the first actor we did a whole pod on, I oh, think, nice. was Bruce Willis. You know, I, I was listening to one of our older pods the other day, and we came up with a great idea. Um, <laughs> we never that came we through never with did it? anything about. Shit. We need to do, like versus movies like uh volcano versus yeah we had uh, mentioned that before that's yeah, for sure you know like, tombstone versus wyatt Earp. Yeah, yeah you know yeah. what i mean like we need to put that on there and we also need to do a val kilmer pod yeah 
I agree with that. Yeah, yeah the, if you haven't seen the trailer for the new Val Kilmer documentary, yeah. Val, watch it, man. It'll choke you up. It's uh, we. That's another guy that we've been watching since we were uh, young, and he's gone through some shit lately, and um, it's exciting to see that he's not giving up and he's still doing a whole bunch of shit, man. Yeah. So. It's exciting. And I heard a rumor that it was done by his son. I'll have to uh, do some research on that. Because well, I, like you said, I mean, the person narrating... It, that it, did sound like him, man. Let me look up real quick and see yeah. if it says uh, who did Val. Was Real Genius maybe your first uh, Val Kilmer? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely. Like, I, I fucking love that movie, dude. And I didn't realize that it was such kind of like a unknown, you no, know... Definitely not Val Kilmer's son. Maybe he was part of it in some huh. way. Well, I wonder if he just did that narration at, like, some younger time or... And there's so many... Oh, yeah, well, Jack Kilmer plays himself in it, so maybe he's just in the movie a lot with him. Huh. And maybe it does sound like he that probably was his narration, though. It just sounded like him. Yeah, and I don't a lot. Know. Yeah, it sounded like a lot, but yeah. it did sound like a younger version of him. A lot younger. So, yeah. yeah. I'm excited. And it's available now. I, apparently, it's on Amazon Prime, so I'm going to watch it this week. Hell Suicide yeah. Squad and Val yeah. are my two movies for this weekend. And Pig. For sure. And well, that has to be in the theater. I'm not going to the theater anytime soon now. Fuck. Yeah, that's true. God, I, just when things were opening up, now they're mass and everything. I, and I'm glad I snuck in. I you got, dip your toe in it yeah, real quick. <laughs> got got that underwater movie thrown into the history. I don't, ca- I don't care if we're into the third variant. I'm going to see Ghostbusters on Thanksgiving. I'm trying to tell you, dude. <laughs> I'm definitely I'm going to mask up. I'm going to suit up. I got to see it, man. Wear my Ghostbusters suit. <laughs> yeah, that and Spider-Man. I mean, those are two big ones I can't wait for. Yeah. So definitely going to get on that. So yeah, that's part one of Arnold. What was your favorite one on the? Uh, what's your favorite Arnold on this whole list? We should do that every Ooh, list. Oh man, what, what's your favorite? That... It's, it's hard because I know your oh. your inclination. You're, you're gonna fight yourself between four and eight. But <laughs> you know the thing is though. Oh God, man, this is you can't ask me to do this. <laughs> this is like you can only take one. You go into the you go into that island that has a DVD player some for some reason. <laughs> you yeah, can only right? take one of these. Uh, you know, if that was the deal. I think I would probably take The Running Man. Really? Yeah. That is interesting I, as hell. Just because I really dig the storyline on that. Yeah. You know, like... I do love it. I might have to watch that this weekend, too. So uh, I would take Red Heat, but it's not an easy decision. It's not, dude. No, I mean, it's, it's a hard decision. I had to throw... Oh, God, I don't even want to think about that anymore. <laughs> Red Heat just has one of my favorite directors, one of my favorite guys doing the score, and just like a perfect cast to it. Yeah. I, I would have to go with that. But man, you could almost say that about Terminator and the Predator. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know? Hercules in New York, man. You need to see Hercules in New York. Yeah. <laughs> it's fun. A lot I, more fun I wanted, than you expect. Oh, yeah, I got to show you that. Before, I'll show you that. Before I go. It's yeah. hilarious. Uh, all right. Yeah, that'll be good for this week. So, yeah, next week we're going to do uh, best uh, or best screenplays part two. And then uh, depending if we're going to take a week off when Justin uh, is gone or if we're going to do one, I think the next one we'd have slated with Dave is Ridley Scott, which has that awesome movie coming out. Would we just watch the trailer? Oh, yeah. Dude. Oh, it's that Gucci. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks good. Was it called Gucci or it was called something else, uh, right? So I forgot. Yeah, I can't. It looked awesome. Yeah. It looked like Scorsese awesome. But I guess that's kind of how Ridley Scott is in his later career. Like like uh, American gangster type mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah. So that's going to be exciting too. So we'll have to lead up to that movie. But if you want to get a hold of us, you can check us out. Films at gmail.com is our email. If you want to shoot us a message, you can also uh, leave us a like or a comment on our two platforms, SoundCloud or iTunes, or you could check us out on Facebook where we post all the cool photos. There'll be a good collage of Arnold uh, this week if you check it out. Hell yeah. And that's uh, under Fascinated With Films. So until next time. See ya.
Triple Justin. I'll be back. Only in a rerun.